guest at Pressure Points with your two favorite hosts. I'm D, and this is Inconvenient Truth AJ. We're coming at you with Season 4, Episode 36, Greenhouse Gas Man. I'm going to be referencing Season 2, Episode 3 quite a bit here. So if you haven't listened, check it out. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points of Pressure. What episode is that? You'll find out a little Season bit later two, in the show. Episode three. Yeah. If uh, if you're listening now, nope, nope. I'm it's looking a spoiler. At a... Get out of here. Okay. I, I will look. close your game. I'm not playing a game. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you haven't listened to this one, or if you haven't listened to that one, go back, give it a listen. One of our earlier episodes, worth it. And then come back to this one. It was it worth it? Was it a good one? Yeah, it was pretty good. It was kind of yeah, a, it was all right. Kind I've, of I've a, heard a conspiracy theory esque episode but it's good oh about i'll be referencing gas? quite a bit i don't know we'll find out was it a, so, hold on was it an episode i did or was it an episode you did i don't know you'll have to listen oh, to it to find shit. out i don't listen to my own content oh as you can clearly see you I came back like jesus i groveled my way back to aj's house uh i kissed his little tootsie toes <laughs> and uh i gave him a foot job Good enough that he took me back. Ooh. Your boy is back in You are town. rehired, but with half the salary. Ah, shit. And half the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I uh, I got my wisdom teeth out. So, now the as a, show... As a 45-year-old man, yeah, you got your wisdom yeah, teeth out. Yeah, now the show is going to have a strict decline because I'm addicted to opiates. So. <laughs> yeah, you got, you got the Utah addiction. Yeah, bada bing. Um, but yeah, so I'm back a couple weeks ago. Luckily, we did a two-parter. Yeah. And then the following weekend, um, we didn't talk about our tattoos, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. Tattoos look phenomenal. But the next weekend, I was eating popcorn and completely fucked up my, my little wisdom teeth. Next morning, I woke up and I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, babe. I have the weirdest thing. So I had a little like skin flap that would sit over my wisdom tooth and it had like swollen up so bad that it lifted up and it was like pointing outwards. Oh, I remember disgusting. looking at it. So we're sitting there and I turned to her. I was like, do you want to see something kind of weird? And she <laughs> goes, oh my God, not your dick again. Yeah. And I've seen that plenty. <laughs> she goes, please no. And she looks in, I go, yeah, look at that flap of skin. And she was like, that's still your penis. Um, Look at this little flap of skin. And so she looks into my mouth and she sits back with this horrified fucking look on her face. And she goes, D, we need to get real for a second. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, did my breath smell that bad? Like, what the (laughs) fuck? I was so confused. And she goes, all of your teeth are rotting. Like, I've seen rotting teeth and yours look like they're rotting, D. And I was like, what? No. What? No. And I sit there and think for a second, and I just start laughing. And she's like, this isn't, I'm not kidding. This is serious. This, is, this isn't funny. And I go, no, no, no. I have to tell you what happened when I was a kid, back when my feet, my teeth started rotting. Back when uh, your feet started no, rotting. No, back when I uh, never lost my baby teeth. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. You joke. I actually still have two of my baby oh, teeth. sicko. You fucking gross baby fetish bitch. Ugh, um, no, no. So, Luckily, they were bigger than they should have been, so they fit really well. I, don't, I still don't like the idea of that. So when I was seven, we moved from like downtown salt lake the only place in utah that can be called downtown (laughs) uh we moved from a downtown area all the way up to just this shithole empty ass town which i hated but my parents didn't know anybody at all and so when you have five fucking kids and your husband only makes like twenty thousand dollars you just take the first person's recommendation on a dentist so our the first, ch- first person's cheapest recommendation yeah, yeah, on a exactly dentist. so uh our first year there we had been there for like two three months and my mom takes us into the dentist all five kids a oh, bunch God. of fucking goobers and all of us come out of there and i hadn't really been to the dentist before that when i was a kid 
Um, we were on that new money. <laughs> no. no, they were using that house loan shit to get us oh, to the dentist. Yeah. So we, we all go into the dentist and we come out. I shit you not. Each of us has like five or six cavities. Yeah. Damn. Big. So my mom is just like, we're locking down. We're brushing teeth this year. We're going ham. We get all of our cavities filled. Toothpaste is cheaper than getting yeah, yeah, 15 right. fillings. No, we just use rocks, like really little pebbles. Yeah. Exfoliating uh, your teeth. Yeah, exfoliating our teeth. So the next year we go in, all of us come out with at least three. I myself have another five cavities. So after two years, your boy has 11 cavities filled. Holy now, shit. This you, got, bad, you got to stop just yeah. boiling sugar. You're not a hummingbird. Stop drinking from the hummingbird. I was mommy's cookie monster. <laughs> 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 Kill me. I never understand. Uh, never say that again, please. So my mom is just like, what are we doing in this family? Like, what the fuck am I feeding my why kids? Why are you children awful? Yeah. And mind you, this is back before the really nice... Um, Fillings that were they were like white. Yeah, these are metal fillings. So we go in the next year. I come out with like three or four more or something. I don't know. But then a couple weeks go by, and my mom goes, "We're gonna go back in for like a checkup, make sure everything's looking good." She can't get a hold of anybody at the dentist office. Weird. I know. So. She kind of reaches out, reads through the newspaper. It's like, oh, did they close? Whatever. Turns out someone found out that our dentist was making fraudulent claims on children's cavities and getting paid out the ass for it. Hell and yeah. D so, got schemed. Yeah, D got fucking played. Um and so I have, like, I haven't counted. I probably should. But a lot of them are hard to count because I have teeth that have, like, two cavities, two, three cavities filled in them. Like, I'm not kidding. I have so many. You've seen it. Yeah. Um, you got that old meta mouth. So when my girlfriend looked into my mouth, she sees all this fucking black shit in my mouth. It molars. looks like your teeth are rotting. It does. It, it really looks does. terrible. But it's just fucking fillings if i chew if i even think about chewing aluminum foil i cringe because my mouth turns into it it would conduct electricity i turn into a nine volt battery when i do it like (laughs) i can i can power children's toy i can power potato i can power your vibrator with my mouth you just need to get yeah you can aluminum foil (laughs) it is terrible so she looks in there and i'm laughing about it and she was like what the fuck so I tell her the story, and she was like, oh, my God, what the fuck is your life? I was like, I honestly have no idea. <laughs> I need to write a book or something. Would um, anybody be interested in buying a book? Yeah, uh, find it on uh, Patreon. <laughs> so, yeah, I went in, got my wisdom teeth taken out. Um, so I got the uh, – I went under. They gave me the anesthesia. Mm-hmm. And How I good was, did it feel? So initially, <laughs> he he starts it and he goes, how are you feeling? And I sit back and I go, fuck, yeah. And that's oh, all no. I remember. Oh, no. And then I wake up oh. and I'm just like fucking chilling. I bet. And I'm sure he was already pissed off at me because I said the, the F word. You um, think he would give a shit about that? He probably... Dude, I was... He probably fucking fills balloons with nitrous oxide takes him to parties so he was this older dude and uh oh never mind we're sitting there and he goes well how are you feeling uh everything went well not my dentist the anesthesia okay anesthesiologist he's like uh how are you doing how's everything feeling and i go i just kind of like look over to him i go honestly i feel great like i could play nine holes later you want to pick up a couple (laughs) rounds and he just goes no what the fuck did I like? Nobody sh- has you died. Did I like shit on the floor? No, no, you like- died, and your hell is nobody laughing at your jokes. I know. So it's dude. basically like right now. Fuck yeah. So like I come to, and I'm nothing but nicest guy. Like he goes, oh yeah. Like he was such a prick. Um, my girlfriend and I had gone to the Salt Lake City Comic Con the day before while i was in pain and shit i was like 
We got tickets for three, three days. We'll go for like two hours to one of the days, whatever. Mm-hmm. So she's talking to one of the girls about it. And they're just like gabbing it up out there. Because, I mean, my girlfriend can talk for days if you get around nerd shit. And he's just like, yeah, they're just fucking gabbing it up. You know, women, like girlfriends, oh wives. God. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> Uh-huh. What? Mm-hmm. I'm fucked up, dude. <laughs> don't don't try don't do to fuck this. with me. Yeah, I was just like, oh, you know, you get her going, and I mean, she loves that stuff, just like I love this stuff. And I point at him. Nothing. Nothing it doesn't do anything. Oh my god. Um, and he's tool. like, so he comes over, and I'm still just like, man, fuck this guy. But I'm like, I'm gonna get him. So he comes over. He's like, all right, we're gonna swing your legs over to the side. He's like, we're going to stand up, but your knees are going to be really weak. And I go, whoa, trust me. I've had drinks in downtown Salt Lake. I know what I'm doing. Am I right? And I kind of like <laughs> give him like the uh, the elbow. Oh, my God. Nothing. You're a comedian. And I, was like, I was like, man, fuck this, dude. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, I get out to the car and everything. And honestly, it did feel like I just was really fucking drunk. Like, Ugh. I oh, was yeah. I was nervous because I've never gone under before, and I was like, I don't oh, know. Oh, you haven't? Yeah, that was my first time. Oh, I've got stories about and going so under. so I was just like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was so confused as to why people, like, I was nervous as to, like, how fucked up people would get. I was like, I don't want to come out of that, and I'm, like, just the biggest dickhead to the only <laughs> person that's going to help you me. you were this, literally this being a big dickhead to him. No, I was being so nice. I was just trying to make the guy laugh. I was trying to make his day better. Fuck. Fuck yeah, me. He had, to, he had to. He already fucked you, and he had to clean up your shit off the floor. Fuck me for caring, God, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to be nice. Actually, I'm sure the whole time they were working on my mouth, I was probably sucking their fingers and shit. <laughs> you probably That's were. Why he was pissed. You you bit him a little bit. Actually, he was probably mad because they finished the procedure an hour and a half earlier than expected. So the first hour was three hundred and fifty dollars for that anesthesia. Yeah. Every hour, every fifteen minutes after that, is seventy five bucks. Holy shit! Yeah, or uh, something. I don't know. So they finished early, so you you gypped yeah, him out. Yeah, so of I his, gypped him on his... like one hundred and fifty, so he couldn't actually afford to go to Cabo. golf nine fucking holes by himself without <laughs> me there. <laughs> without you that day. So uh, yeah, get home, just vegged out. It was amazing. It it was good. Hell yeah! I got a fucking uh sinus infection <laughs> yeah a week later. immediately yeah so it's it's uh it's been a really shitty couple of weeks but <laughs> i ate regular food for the first time the other day oh yeah i had chinese food and i almost cried and came at the first well i shouldn't say for the first time i almost cried and came in the first bite for the first time that week yeah <laughs> um but yeah, it was good and i did listen to last week's episode I don't believe you. I did. Um, I think you're full of shit. Don't say anything. What? I think you're full of shit. Okay. So, um, speaking of last week's episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it brought up a lot of memories of my Boy Scout camp experiences. <laughs> so, I went to Boy Scout camp one year. And then, like, two years later, I worked at a Boy Scout camp for two years. Uh, the shower situation is not good at those things. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. There's one flusher, and it's public. Oh, my God. So no flushers. Uh, you have to stir the outhouses to help them break down. Otherwise, they overflow. And the truck driver who sucks them out only comes up, like, oh, no. once a season. Oh, God. Um, Bless their hearts. Ugh. Yeah, so you you, you became you, a better man for it. Right? I don't know about that. I know I know which plants to eat <laughs> and not die, and which plants to eat to die. Well, it's because you taught that class. Well, yeah. it's a good job. And I taught myself that class. Um, so you had some some yeah. experiences you wanted so to share. It was actually kind of funny when you were talking about your first scout camp when you didn't know any of the kids mm-hmm. in the in the igloos, in right? The fucking igloos got caught on fire. Yeah, so. When I was a cute little Mormon boy, D, I was in Scouts. 12 years old. My first trip was in January. Yeah. 
in fucking Utah. Great, right? Yeah, fantastic. They did what was called the Klondike Derby. <laughs> you had to go to a Klondike. I only went to one, and I got frostbite. It was my first time getting frostbite. It was my very first camp out. The only other times I had gone camping was with my family, and it was like the summer, and Mm -hmm. my mom would do everything because I was... You'd just look at you, yeah. Because I had a bunch of cavities. Um, (laughs) So we go out to this thing. My dad had taken off the day of work. Like We loaded up, and I was like, I don't really know what to take because... Back in, like, the early 2000s, before a bunch of Boy Scouts knowingly burned down thousands of acres, if not millions of acres of uh, national forest land. Oh, oh and, and, and... like, thousands had died during ice-cold camps. They just kind of said, hey, pack warm. I'm sure that's what you got for yours, too. Yeah, that was exactly So it. I didn't really know what the fuck that meant. Because I was 12, and I had just finished learning how to read. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you were still struggling on some of the, yeah. some of the words with more than four letters. Yeah, God, I was still eating my fucking boogers at that point. <laughs> like, what the hell do you expect? So my dumbass is like, okay, what's warm? I was like, okay, I have a coat. coat. I got a new coat that year <laughs> How for did Christmas. I know? How did I know you were going to say coat? Now, the coat that I had for Christmas, you could lay on snow, and it was so fucking slick, I would just, like, slide <laughs> downhill. You just, even a but flat, you're just slowly sliding was, around. Because I was such a fat, short kid, like, it came down to just above my knee, and so <laughs> I basically was like my own sled dog. It was Perfect. amazing, dude. So I was like, okay, that big ass coat sold because I didn't done. I didn't, didn't want to wear it to school because the drip was too real, baby. Yeah, you didn't want to lose yeah. your virginity yet. And the only snow Still pants, on that. the only snow pants that my family had were these stupid overall ones Oof. that were handed down from like the 1920s. So they had like <laughs> fucking holes and shit in them. So I was like, I'll just put uh, some fucking sweatpants on underneath my jeans. We're good, right? Yeah, then I get my boots, get my gloves, my my little ball oh, cap. Oh god. My like ball fucking Yeah, pom pom. Pom pom hat. And my mom was like, "Oh, I got something for you." And she handed me a fucking ski mask. Oh hell yeah. I got a ski mask too. I didn't mention I that. In my I, first story, yeah, I well, actually yeah. my parents bought me a no, ski mask. No, you did mention it. You had the did ski I? mask, yeah. No, I did not mention that. I not last God, week. I've did. told you about yeah. it before. Um, but yeah, I had a ski mask. So I missed yeah, that I got, thing. I got this gray ski mask and I was like, I'm looking baller, dude. Hell yeah. So we get up there. By the time we got up there, I had breathed so heavily through my nose that like it was already like had the moisture little pocket yep. there. So we get out there, and by 6 p.m., we're in the mountains, and it's already, like, zero degrees. And they're like, hey, it's time for dinner. And What'd you bring? Didn't, so my dad, bless his heart, didn't plan things very well. Was um, he there? I.e. me. Um, yeah, yeah, he came with okay. me. So he goes, all right, we're camping, and he gets out. Two things of beef stew in a can. And I was like, what? I don't really like this stuff, Dad. And he goes, well, we're camping, so we're going to have it. Well, you got to eat it, bitch. Fucking opens it up, and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. And he grabs his, and he grabs mine, and he puts them in the fire. And I mean, he at goes, least he opened them he first. He goes, we're going to wait until those start bubbling, and then we're set. And I was like, okay. I'm going to die. And at this point... I was just sitting down on, like, the chair that he brought, Mm -hmm. and I go to stand up to put my thing in the fire, and my legs stay at a very, very tight 90 degrees because my jeans had frozen at 90 degrees. Hell yeah. So I'm fucking freezing at this point. Everybody's skiing, or not skiing. Everybody's skiing. We're in Aspen, Colorado. So they're all sledding and shit. I put my stuff in there, and I go, Dad... I'm cold, and he was like, "Just as long as you're moving, you'll be all right. Go sled with the uh, with uh, <laughs> Kyle and the other kids." Kyle was this ginger redhead piece of shit. I could have told you Fucking that. Fucking hated him. So, guess who didn't bring a sled? Because his coat was enough. Oh, so, seriously? Yeah. Oh no, my god. So my dumbass gets to the top of the hill. Kyle hops on his fancy, expensive boy tube. 
and rides down. And like, bitch, you spent all the money on this. The other kids that are in my group look to me and they're like, did you bring something, D? And I go, yeah, watch. And I, <laughs> I zip up my coat all the way to my chin. And I just lay down on my stomach and fucking penguin that shit all the way down to the bottom. I hate you. The only issue is um, my chin dragged on the snow. <laughs> so you got the – was it red and like sore? Yeah. Yeah. The other problem is that because my chin was angled down, it pointed the neck of my coat down. So when I stood up, filled with snow. I just had snow from neck to belly button. Ooh. Well, I guess that coat was long enough. It was neck to like fucking neck to neck to testicles. Yeah. Well, they hadn't descended yet. I was just a tyke. <laughs> so I you're, you're, like, never mind. I'm not it was bring it so up. bad, dude. So I unzip my coat, shake all this snow out and it lets all that cold in and my shirt gets ice cold immediately. Go back to my dad, and I'm crying frozen tears at this point. <laughs> You're cold again. And he's like, the food's ready. I eat a few. I hated potatoes. I still fucking hate potatoes. You hate potatoes? Oh, I fucking hate potatoes. What? Yeah. We've disgusting. eaten potatoes before, and you've never said anything. Because I'm a grown-up now, and I can Don't you eat fries? Things. Yeah, I don't like fucking, like, boiled or mashed or- You don't like mashed potatoes? I, oh, I, I hate baked it. potatoes, too. They're the worst uh, fucking Baked potatoes, thing. I'm not a huge fan I of. I don't really do them, but if they're in something now, I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm not going to go out of my way to take them out. But, like, if you're like, hey, do you want baked potatoes? I would go, no. Baked potatoes are pretty lame. I don't would, let my wife I, hear me. Somewhere she just woke I up. I would rather get salmonella from eating a raw potato than eat you won't get salmonella. Fucking raw regular potato. potatoes, yeah. I'm, also, I'm good. my wife has also eaten a raw potato. I've eaten it before. Because she was hungry yeah. and the, did, mean, doesn't know how to cook. It's like a tasteless, <laughs> starchy apple. Ugh. Like, Ugh. So, Coming from the, the uh, highbrow chef that I am, I think that's disgusting. That I don't like potatoes. No, no, eating a raw potato. Oh, yeah, no, not, like, don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, But, yeah. Hated potatoes. I was a dramatic little kid. Still am a dramatic adult. And so I'm eating and I'm like, does this have potatoes in it? And he's like, yeah, it's stew, D. Dumbass. So I fucking throw up. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. Do you force yourself to throw up? No. I don't believe. No. I was. It was this weird thing that like if I didn't like something. It made me sick to my but stomach. But you didn't down. know it was in there, so you didn't throw up until you knew I it was, was in a there? fucking dumb kid, dude. <sighs> this is why I don't want him. Why the fuck would I want a kid when I was like that? Trust me. <laughs> That's fair. I lived through my childhood. It wasn't anything to fucking be excited about. <laughs> so, throw up. I'm freezing at this point. It's late enough that I'm ready to go to sleep. And I have <laughs> a fucking sleeping bag. With a foam pad, like the old school foam pad. Hell pads. yeah. Ice cold. I'm freezing oh, and yeah. shit. My dad's like, put on your put on your ski mask. I grab it and it's frozen. <laughs> it's a chunk, solid. right? Dude, this is going to be the whole oh, episode. It's it great. It really is. It's That's frozen solid and I just like fucking crunch it over my head. And I'm sure that didn't help, but I still had my jeans on. My legs were freezing. They were soaked. It was hell, dude. And after that, I was like, I hate camping. <laughs> but now, I enjoy camping. I love yeah. it. Well, Just yeah, not there, in the winter. There are a lot more drugs involved oh, nowadays. Yeah, way more. Drugs and alcohol involved. Hell um, yeah. But yeah, I never got to do the igloo stuff because I was too fucking cold. <laughs> too cold. You yeah. would have been warmer in the igloo. Yeah, well, uh, nobody told me that. Oh, also, when I, I was grabbing my soup can my dad didn't tell me that i should have my gloves on oh. i burnt my hand on my <laughs> can bet. so you it had was, a hot hand and a cold yeah, rest of your body uh, god it was it was hell that's amazing so uh now that we're you know 25 minutes <laughs> i uh, won't tell hey it's all good um we still have another now nah, we'll talk about it in the next one so no no we should talk about it this one nah we'll have some Nah, yeah, whatever. Because it happened recently. So uh, we, this weekend, we went to the the Satanic Temple uh, reproductive, reproductive rights, rights rally. rally at yeah. the Capitol in Salt Lake, and it was great. It I was saw fantastic. a man's ass. Yeah, this dude had underpants that said six six six. He was also dressed like, like a nun. nun. Yeah. Um, we were approached by some Christian Boomer. woman. Yeah, 
she was like, can I ask you some questions? And she was really nice. She thought we were actually Satanists. Yeah. Um, I also used the term Satanist a few times by accident. Not I mean, no, that's that. fine. It, it, it's okay to say that. I don't believe in Satan, but I'm mm-hmm. a Satanist. Um, but yeah, she, she asked a bunch of really like thoughtful questions, mm-hmm. trying to understand what it was that we were doing. Cause it can be very confusing if you're not oh, yeah. in on it. You're like, oh, Satan. Which is the point. Yeah. It's uh, trying to get a rise out of people. So... Put that down. I'm putting him away. D's got fiddled stuff. <laughs> I got stuff to fiddle with. That's not my penis. Um, <laughs> That's not true. So AJ explained it really, really well to her, and she was actually really intrigued. She goes, okay, if it's not about Satan, who I think is disgusting, <laughs> um, I I could get behind this. And we were like, okay, cool. And then, uh, yeah, we just kind of chatted with Lots her. Lots of Hail Satans. Explained some shit. Lots of Hail Satans. And on our way out, we were driving past the... <laughs> The pro-lifer group. Yeah, because they were, of course, anti-protesters yeah, yeah. there. Um, the pro-lifer group was all there playing their shitty country music. <sighs> Always. And uh, roll down the windows, and there's a kid that has this big yellow sign that said life on it. And he's just sitting there holding it, facing the street. These kids don't know what the fuck We roll doing. down the windows, lean out, and we put our hand out and do the Hail Satan sign. And just scream it at all these people. Hail Satan! Hail Satan! And this kid just waves. <laughs> he just waves at <laughs> he, us. He just smiles and waves. All these people turn and we're just fucking dying. Like, this kid... Oh, don't bring your it. fucking kids to those events. Yeah, this, let your kid yeah. grow up and decide for themselves. Jesus. Um, but yeah, it was good. It's a fun event. It was a good time. It was, it was fun. It was a yeah, fun one. Bad. So, we are uh, we're planning to hit up more of those protests in the future. Hell Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it was fun. successful couple of weeks. Happy to be back. Now onto the shit. Now you said you had Google pulled up, AJ. I got Google. Hold on, let me show you what's on my screen right now. Yeah, I beat Minesweeper. Oh my god, Fuck is that you. a Minesweeper fixed? No, I'm just kidding. So no, I'm gonna I'm, have you Google image search this guy. Okay. And I promise I'm not going to tell you to search Blue Waffle. If you don't know what Blue Waffle is, look don't it up on Google it. Images. Um, Thomas Midgley Jr. <laughs> and tell me that this is in the most... M-I-D-G-L-E-Y. Tell me that he is not... He doesn't look like a 1920s Bill Murray. He kind of does. <laughs> I know, dude. He, he's... His jaw's a little wider, but... Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's uncanny. It's... All it says is Thomas Mitchell no, no, Jr., close. American Mechanical Engineer. That's it. Yeah, that's that's fine. all I'm going to see. Now close Hold on. I'm just going to click on images. Can I just click on images? I don't know. I'm checking your screen. <laughs> You're breaking my screen. That's fine. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's only like the one picture of him. Now close it. No. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll close it. No, you don't know how to alt F4. Yeah, back Turn out. your shit off. You're don't touch my computer. It. You're going to delete my porn. It. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil it. I just want to. It'll be good. Trust I just want to Google him real quick. So, don't Google him because you're gonna find out too much. I can see your eyes moving that you're reading. I found his obituary, but I didn't read it. So, luckily that he was the winner of the 1941 American Chemical Society Priestly Medal. Priestly? Yeah. In 1942, or yeah, 1942, Willard Gibbs awarded him their little award. He was elected to the United States Academy of Sciences, and he was the president and chairman of the American Chemical Society years after he won the, the award. So he knows his shit about chemistry. Oh, yeah. Mechanical, mechanical engineering. Yeah, mechanical, mechanical engineering. engineering. He knew his stuff for sure. He's a smart cookie. So, Thomas Midgley, Midgley Jr., I'm going to refer to him a lot as uh, Tommy. Jr. Oh. Uh, he was born to and named after one of the guys on the team that invented car tires. His father was on that team. Wait, so Thomas he was, Mid- was Midgley Senior. So he was named after somebody on that team. Who no, he was, was named after his father. Yeah, <laughs> you uh, said that so weird. <laughs> so his grandfather invented the inserted tooth saw. Not as cool as you'd think. I looked it up, and it's actually just like uh, those fucking saw blades. But you can replace the sharp points in yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. That, that's I, pretty revolutionary. I thought it was like by inserted tooth size, thinking like a fucking double-sided tooth bone oh. saw. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, Junior gets his degree at Cornell in, you guessed it, mechanical engineering. No. Surprise, surprise. 
1916, he started his work at GM. Uh, and he started That's working. That's pretty bougie. Yeah. I mean, pretty big, but he also had a big name. He's kind of running under daddy's name. Yeah. Daddy and grandpa. Yeah. So daddy pa. he starts working under Charles Kettering. Do you know Charles Kettering? Uh, Google him? Nope. Don't worry about it. It's all good. You really don't need to. Charles. Charles Boss Kettering, Kettering was responsible for a handful of different patents. Oh, God. He looks like a, He yeah. looks like the bad guy on Raiders of the Lost Ark. He looks like the bad the guy Nazi. in any fucking oh, 80s yeah. movie. So he was he was responsible for... He... 186 yeah, patents. Just a couple different patents. Uh, one of which was the electrical starting motor and car paint. Close that because it also has spoilers. So oh, stop I won't reading. Look. I won't look. Um, he was actually responsible for the patent behind the two-stroke diesel engine. Um, Damn, that's some fancy bitches yeah. in your story. He also was responsible for Bug, which was considered one of the world's first aerial missiles. He's a big guy. Like Bug? Yeah. I've never heard of that. I don't know. It, it was on there. I didn't look Bug missile? I'll just type that in. Sure. Now, <laughs> bug missile. This is going to be uh, great. Yeah, right. So while Junior was working under... The Kettering Bug, an unmanned boss. aerial torpedo. Okay, there you go. So while he was working under Kettering, what? What's they up? They put it on a biplane. There's a picture on the oh, Wikipedia. Jesus, I got to see. Flip it around. Yeah, let me pull it up. It's oh, almost... it's it's a really small picture. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> the biplane has little wheels. <laughs> <laughs> Torpedo is like the size of the plane. It is itself. basically the plane. Uh, so Junior starts working under Boss Kettering. Oh my God! It is the biplane. And, uh, that is the missile. It is. A yeah, missile? it's unmanned. Jesus Christ! Dude. <laughs> Imagine, like, you're just fucking chilling. You see a plane in the distance. You don't even know what the fucking missile does, and all of a sudden it just starts descending and you're like oh i wonder if he's landing and oh there's nobody in town, there's nobody in that cockpit the whole town just explodes last thing you see now like i said junior uh while working under under boss is what they called him yeah um he realized the addition of tetraethyled could prevent knocking in engines if you add it to gasoline so lead no we'll see Tre so, tetraethylid yeah uh tetraethylid so this means so uh to prevent knocking in an engine it when an engine is knocking uh you know like the pistons you do you know engine knocking yeah okay so i'll explain it for you guys real quick um when an engine knocks uh, so engines run at a very like rhythmic pace with their I pistons. Wish, I wish they I'm could doing see it so that I can explain it. Um, they run at a very rhythmic pace. So the piston will go up, piston will go down, whatever. Oh, God, I hate you. And when it's knocking, it means that the fuel that's burning in those chambers above the pistons or below the pistons, it's above, isn't it? I think so. I think it's above. Um, it can mistime the general rhythm and it can cause major problems and eventually destroy the engine. So this prevents doing that. Pretty and good discovery. In the 1920s, this is fucking huge. So they call this new invention ethyl and uh, they skip over all the fucking health warnings and shit. Who needs health warnings? That what what time with, period is this? Uh, this is 1920s. So yeah, what fucking health warnings? Yeah, they skip over all the, the health warnings and shit that come with working with lead. Who gives a shit? Uh, and they don't mention it in their advertising because who cares about lead? It, it, it is yeah, lead has nothing to do. I remember. I think I remember what episode yeah, this yeah. is. You'll know. I'll, to. I'll have the name for it in a sec. So um, they start calling it ethyl. And it's promoted as inexpensive and wildly superior to ethanol or blended fuels. I mean, he's working with General Motors. Like, yeah, this is some primo shit. Of course, these guys are going to be like, our stuff is much better than their stuff. They have millions of dollars to promote um, ethyl. So, um, yeah, they just say, you know, this is better than ethanol or blended fuels. And in 1922... 
Junior wins his first award. Hell yeah. Um, and he gets the, the medal from the American Chemical Society. Nothing bad will ever come from this. Yeah, right. Now, here's here's the real kicker, and this is what I love. In the subtext for the award, he won it for use of anti-knock compounds in motor fuels. Completely skip over the fact that, like, the American Chemical Society overlooked the lead that he was using in his gasoline. Now, AJ. Yes. If you would like to go on a little spiel, a little a little explanation of why I'm referencing season two, episode three, how the how the fuel industry uh, fucking what was it? How, uh, sorry, I'm playing Minesweeper. What? How no, the I'm fuel industry fueled the rise of serial killers. I, such a shitty title. I love it. Um, uh, yeah. Take so, it away. Uh, lead in gasoline basically means that lead is produced in the exhaust of these early 1900s vehicles. I don't remember exactly how long they kept lead uh, in vehicles, but it was a as while. As far as I know, it went into the 80s. Yeah, like it was a while. And they found that kids who lived near roads, so like everybody, <laughs> yeah. uh, were had way more lead in their system. They were way more aggressive. Lead to, which lead, if you're exposed Bada to lead at a, at a young age, uh, you are way more likely to have like learning disabilities or intellectual disabilities and behavior problems. Mm. These kids are, they can get super aggressive. <laughs> they, uh, there's a theory they were, uh, they were known theory. to uh, knock doors and push into people's homes for some reason. <laughs> there was, I mean, I say this is my theory. I'm sure other people have thought oh, this yeah, up. I, there's, I'm sure this is around, but this is my theory. Uh, is I read a little bit about it. And is it an actual It is becoming theory? a little bit more recognized. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm uh, a genius. I'm, behind, so, I'm ahead of my time. So basically, you can track the, there's an FBI database of like, how many active serial killers there are by year, you know, based on their information. And the, you can also see the amount of fuel consumed with lead. And you just put them over each other, and they're just the exact same graph delayed by, like, five years. God, dude, it's and, um, it's the You can compare it with the amount of lead found in children and the amount of aggression by kids by age group. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's fucking. You know, I'm not terrible. a scientist, but I'm a scientist. But and yeah, if you want more information, if you're intrigued by that whole thing, check out season two, episode three, how the fuel industry fueled, fueled. the rise of the serial killers. The rise of serial killers. Yeah, yeah like I'm. That. I'm a. It was a good one. I love. I I'm love a title. that title. You're a title. <laughs> so shitty. You're a title whore. So, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It. It takes off, and he wins his award for it. So there, he caused a bunch of serial killers, is what you're saying. Basically, yes. This man is solely Fuck. responsible for I just lost mine lead, sorry. lead being in gasoline, which led to terrible for humanity. This, the golden age and of serial killers in the 70s, by the way. Absolutely awful for the environment. Oh, yeah. We're not even talking about the fact that it's not just kids breathing in this lead. It's animals, plants, trees, water. Big time. Uh, Plus, you know, everything else that that fucking exhaust has in it. Really, though. So in 1923, uh, Junior takes his himself and his family on a nice long vacation down to Florida to cure a little sickness that he was having. Some consumption? Um, he just said that his lungs had been affected and that it's, it is necessary to drop all work and get a large supply of fresh air because he had lead poisoning. Um, besides the point, not a big deal there. Oh, not uh, a big deal. Lead yeah. poisoning, not a big deal. The, the guy that's putting fucking lead in gasoline and invented that idea yeah, nah, has lead fine. poisoning. Nah. It, no big deal. But lead's fine to put into yeah. vehicles and breathe. So he gets better. He gets better though. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah, because he he's was, a he's was, a rich fuck who can just say I'm just not going to work anymore. It's just a little bit of lead poisoning. It's just Stop being a baby. It's a hint. God. So, uh, he comes back from his trip, and he actually gets turned into the VP of Dupont Company. Now Dupont, damn, yeah, Dupont, Dupont was actually created because of TEL, 
which is what uh, the tetra ethylene is. So he like becomes, that, that's a he becomes VP and he's working directly below Kettering, who was president of the company. Right? Damn. And this is big. Like, yeah, that's huge. He he actually has pretty damn close to how, how many uh, patents Kettering has. He has like 100 plus. He's up there. He's like Damn. 105 or something. We need to have patents. Oh, yeah, right. Good luck. <laughs> patents on what? Being an asshole? I don't know. That's so, pee brew. So at DuPont, they are they're using what they called the bromide method to make TEL. Which w- yeah, Using bromide? I definitely said the bromide method. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um amazing if i'm being honest if if i had a handful of chemicals that you should never touch or consume <laughs> lead and bromide was definitely on those lists radium throw radium on there, on there. On list. but yeah oh, oh my god so uh yeah so i mean they're using the bromide method but it's not terribly efficient at dupont Oh, no. Yeah, I know. And GM is kind of frustrated with it. They're like, can we do this any faster? And they go, well, this is the most efficient way that we can do this um, is by using the bromide method. And so after two deaths at DuPont. Uh, Just two deaths? That's, yeah. That's fine. The staff, it, it was quoted in the newspaper that the staff became depressed to the point of giving up the entire program because of how fucking terrible like you're you're basically just handling bromide in and lead which is terrible for your brain you're all getting lead poisoning Mm -hmm. like you're just deteriorating everything about yourself (laughs) into mush inside your skin cell like inside your skin suit yeah inside your skin you're basically like pink mashed potatoes in there (laughs) and delicious um like these people are just fucking literal walking shells of human beings. Yeah. And yeah. Sli- slightly aggressive. And on top of that, they're working in a 1930s manufacturing company. Yeah, 1920s. So, sorry. So no workers' protections, yeah. essentially. Terrible. Because, um, mind you, it, during this time was the same shit that was going on with radium. Just a couple states up. Like this is going on in New Jersey or this is in Ohio um, and it ends up moving over to New Jersey. So Connecticut, Ohio, it like it's it's a top top tier shit, you know? Hell yeah. So um, nothing bad ever came from Ohio. Yeah. So over the next year, uh, eight people, eight more people die at DuPont. <laughs> so they've they've lost uh, 10 people. Natural causes. Yeah. Uh, totally natural naturally they died at dupont (laughs) and like i said gm doesn't really like how slow production is going with the specific bromide process so they create this new company they basically just take dupont and they say hey we'll turn you in something else but we're going to take our our focus on tel and letting our fuel and we're going to turn it into a new company might take off, might not, but we'll see. In the future, we'll name it Exxon Mobil or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. So the company they create, I didn't, I didn't get the name, but it ended up becoming Exxon Mobil. So nothing bad ever came yeah. from Exxon Mobil. Yeah, no, never. Wait, you mean the oil industry? Nah, I'm not, I don't know. Poison the environment? Um, so they start using a really high temperature process. And this high temp process is, it's a lot more volatile than the bromide process. Obviously, you're not handling bromide, so way better. But um, in two months, their lead poisoning cases skyrocket so badly that the death of five people take place. They're getting They're getting reports of fucking hallucinations oh yeah insanity and then like i said five fucking people die in two months in two months holy took what took six months at the last place to hit the benchmark of five deaths and they're like we can we We can can do better fucking we can do half that time we got this so this is why you need a new company yeah right better than that (laughs) so 
later on, a few months go by, and good old Thomas Midley, Midgley Jr. brings a press conference together. Oh, yeah? Is he going to espouse the dangers of lead and yeah. and bromide so and these chemicals? He, he wants to demonstrate the safety of TEL because oh. there's Oh, not, so no, no, he wants to prove that it's safe. There's, there's not a lot of information about lead poisoning, but enough that people are still worried. There are also 15 dead workers on his hands. <laughs> yeah, but it's safe. So Let's prove that it's so, safe. So if you're doing... It's it's 1924 at this point. Um, you're doing a press conference to show everyone how safe TEL is. What do you do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fill a glass of it and drink it in front of everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you... So you being a mechanical engineer would drink. Hey, if I'm proving that it's safe and I'm stupid enough to think that that's safe, then I deserve to die. Hey, it's totally fair, and you're pretty fucking close. No. Did so, he do it to himself? He does, yeah. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, so he has two cups of, of TEL, and he takes one, and he pours it on one hand. And he takes, he puts the cup in the other hand, pours it on his other hand, rubs his hands together, and he goes, look, I'm going to be fine. And he takes the other cup, holds it up <laughs> to his mouth, just below his nose, and he gives it a good old whiff, a good old sniff. Ah, huffing. For 60 seconds. He's huffing fucking... Did he fucking get dizzy, fall over, and smash his head in? Like, holy shit, that would knock you out. Now, he's probably used to it. And he slurs out. I don't know if he slurred it out, but he says... He definitely slurred it out. I could do this every day and not succumb to any problems. The lead is coming from somewhere else. Really, (laughs) bro? You can. And shortly after, New Jersey ordered that the plant shut down and TEL was forbidden to be manufactured without state approval. But it's GM. GM's yeah, they're going to lobby off. that shit. Yeah, it's ExxonMobil for fuck's sakes. <laughs> now, Junior takes a leave of absence. Well, yeah, he, he randomly got lead poisoning for some reason. For lead poisoning. <laughs> No. Yeah. Oh my God! And because and people are believing this shit. <laughs> I know. And because of this, he loses his position as VP shortly after. I'm sure Kettering was just like, "Why did you do that? You why idiot. the fuck did you hold a press conference? Like you're a mechanical engineer. You're you're fucking using this shit." What are you thinking? And he's like, "Well, oh, I wasn't. It's all the lead in my system. I'm a fucking idiot." Uh, it's a lot of self-harm. Uh, luckily, I'm not turning it towards my wife that we know of. Uh, so, yeah, he loses his VP position. Now, a few years go by. Kettering apparently doesn't hate Midgley. He likes Midgley's tenacity. Ah. Now, Kettering reaches back out to Midgley, asks him to join a team that's working on refrigeration systems, air conditioning. And... This team focuses on uh, alkyl halides, and it's a mix of like carbon chains and different halogens um, to really make things cold. Yeah, that's that's their focus. They want so Kettering is still kind of working with GM. He wants to make air conditioning for cars, and then refrigeration units. Just GM refrigeration units, I guess. The only problem with these alkyl halides is that they're really, really volatile, but they don't they don't have reactions with other chemicals. Yeah, they're stable. Yeah. Yes. So they mess with a a couple different chemicals and they make it work a little bit. And they say because it is now so stable, it's not even we doubt it's even toxic. No big deal. So. What they create is uh, they synthesize dichlorodifluoromethane. Oh, that sounds fine. Yeah, totally fine. Um, I know that that's a, a lot of fucking Just think chemical cancer. words. Nah, uh, it's kind of a no, well-known one. A lot of people know it as R12. A lot of people know it as Freon. Um, and <laughs> Freon... That's something that you... I, I like to, to open up my fridge and... Break out a straw and suck up some of that Freon. Uh, nothing like fucking Freon. Yeah. Like making Freon after 
you got lead poisoning from creating leaded fuel. But no, no, that it's not from the fuel. That fuel's mm, safe. Totally. So Freon is was used in aerosol cans. Uh, they utilized it a lot as a refrigerant. Uh, a refrigerant. Sorry. Um, it used it as refrigerant. They used it as refrigerant. <laughs> and in 1987, it was actually banned by the Montreal Protocol, which is an international coalition sim- similar to uh, like the Paris agreement climate agreement yeah a climate accord yeah so in 1987 Montreal, oh, so that, does that mean the united states just didn't observe it yeah they're, they're, they're actually well they weren't a part of the montreal protocol <laughs> um no yeah you don't say GM, no GM history repeats itself fucking lobbied against them to be in the the montreal agreement so freon is most known today for its ozone depletion and it is deemed a super greenhouse effect gas. Like, it's not one that they're like, oh, hey, yeah, this is <laughs> like, it's basically banned everywhere. Like, nowhere really uses free, free on. It's like the hairspray stuff. People use R22, which is a now fixed version of Freon. But R12 was like, like if your grandpa's cigarettes or his, your grandpa's cigars we're bad. Imagine if your grandpa is like a 12-story fucking building and his cigar is a mile long. <laughs> like, it was bad fucking news for the environment. And they didn't even recognize it until 65 years after it was fucking made. 1987. Fucks. Hey. Yeah. Or not 65, but I mean like 55. Yeah. So, uh, in 1937... 50 years before it was banned, Freon and Thomas Midgley Jr. won the Park Medal uh, for that work. And I'm sure a lot of you are wondering why Karma didn't find a way to just, just fucking chop off Thomas Midgley's dick. Like, just ruin this asshole. And I wonder that myself, too, because this... This guy... He got lead poisoning multiple times and he didn't die of cancer? Yeah, and he didn't He didn't die of cancer. Like, he he won awards. He was nationally recognized during his lifetime for his achievements when both achievements... He is seen, I shit you not, as one of the worst inventors in humankind history. But when he was alive... Yeah, but when he, he was, was the alive, best. everybody kept their fucking... It's like Ronald Reagan. Yeah, they kept their boomer hands over their eyes and said, Oh, thank God. Like, fuck you. Now I can have colder tomatoes. So, four years after his work, after he won the Park Medal, um, Thomas Midgley Jr. contracted polio. So okay, so it's not all karma's coming around. It's not maybe, all bad. Maybe. It's, it's not all bad. It's getting there. So this is like nineteen forty, like early nineteen forties, right? Mm-hmm. Now he's disabled and rich, which is kind of a blessing, but it ended up being his curse. Um, so he had a team of nurses and aides that would take care of him. He had while, aides. Yeah, right. He had aids. <laughs> Um, they would take that, that care joke of him is never not funny. while he's in his fucking polio state. And because of all the downtime that he has now, he actually invented, uh, and it's just like, dude, stop, like fucking quit it. Please stop inventing <laughs> things. <laughs> so he invents a bed that it's a series of like levers and pulleys and ropes and shit that like will angle him up so that they can take him and do whatever they need to do their polio shit with him. I don't fucking know. throw him in the iron lung. Yeah. So he, he invents this, this bed, they construct it. It works phenomenally for a few years until, uh, four years go by. And one afternoon a nurse walks in and poor junior got strangled in his own device and died of strangulation. I was about to say, <laughs> imagine him getting tangled up in his pulleys. So, pulleys. I mean, I guess God works in mysterious ways. <laughs> Someone does. Uh, uh, so, you, you know that that the uh, the nursing aide who was in charge of wiping his ass just like oh, strangled him. Just she put totally, his neck yeah, in the totally rope. She totally just twisted it around. She was like, fuck you, Thomas. My husband got 
lead poisoning, and he was set aflame with Freon. And I got so scarlet fever from your you. asshole. Yeah. A couple quotes in highly respected papers and uh, basically environmental historians have come out about Thomas Midgley. One of my favorites is he had more impact on the atmosphere than any other single organism in Earth's history. Another, this is the back Damn. of so this is the back of our our first release album. <laughs> the, the little quotes. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone said he had an instinct for the regrettable that was almost uncanny, much like myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I feel that. And good old Thomas Midgley Jr. went down in history with a spot in Time Magazine's top 50 worst inventions. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, Do you have uh, that list? I need to look that list I, up. I don't. You should pull it up, though. I'm sure it's got some good what, shit. What's it called? Time's wor- top 50 uh, top worst. Top 50 worst inventions. You have the Patreon pulled up, by the way? Yeah. Top 50 uh, worst Invention. Inventors. Inventions. Not inventors. Inventions. One of ah. his well, I think both of his inventions are on there. But uh yeah. Bad news bears for Mr. Ah, Thomas Mitchell. Index from Time magazine. So uh yeah. Thanks for tuning in this week. Appreciate you guys uh sending your, your messages of get Why well is number soon. one segue? What? Number one is the Segway. Because he killed himself on his own invention. Yeah, but that doesn't mean the invention is bad. I don't know. New Coke? Clippy. Okay, so far I'm agreeing. <laughs> Agent Orange? Yeah, that's that should be higher than New Coke. I'm gonna go we're gonna go through these. This is the closing All segment. All fifty of them? All fifty. Go go to top twenty. Q cat. Or go until you hit his. I don't know what the fuck this uh, is. It's the QAnon cat. Q cat. Cat-shaped barcode scanners. Uh, That's a pretty awful. Oh, it, they were. They were trying to make it in vogue. They were QR. They were code scanners so that people wouldn't type in like internet addresses in the nineties. You would just scan this barcode. Oh. So they shipped them across the United States for free, and nobody fucking used them because <laughs> nobody wanted surprise, that. Surprise! Surprise! Subprime mortgages. Oh, I wonder why. Hmm. Jesus. If you don't know about those ones, check out the big short. It's a good movie. Fantastic. Crinolines. It's a type of dress. This is going to take us another hour to get through this. No, no, no. It's another dress that is roughly six feet across. Like a sombrero for your waist. (laughs) The Virtual Boy from Nintendo. Uh, Hydrogenated oils. Oh, Hunniger. It's honey, vinegar. honey and vinegar. It is. Uh, ew, that's really gross. Farmville, I love that one. Hydrogen blimps. Hair in a can. <laughs> DDT. DDT. Do you see the picture? No. It's just a lady just getting blasted with DDT. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, auto tune. Eh. Red dye number two. I feel like a lot of these are really under. What's wrong with red dye number two? I don't know. I feel like a lot of these. So leaded gasoline is at one, two, three, four, five, six. It's at number 43. Okay, that's fucking ridiculous. The Ford Pinto. Uh, Some of the best ones. Phone fingers. Pop-up ads should be higher. Oh, yeah. Uh, Crocs should not even be on that list. Betamax. Baby cage shouldn't be on that list. No, baby cages are great. Yeah. It's amazing. But yeah, so Yeah, th- this list sucks, Time. Terrible list. We're calling you out. Time Time magazine fucked that one up big time. They got a little uh, pop culture in there. But thank you guys CFC's for uh there. your get well wishes last week. It was uh Nobody much appreciated. Nobody wanted to come back. I got a lot of messages okay. saying, "Wow, I'm so glad D got fired." Yeah, and totally he's dead. Saw. Um <laughs> But yeah, I don't get the messages. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. As usual, find us at Points O Pressure on Instagram and Twitter. And Patreon.com forward slash Points O Pressure. Why did you. Why did I take that from you? Because you got to do it last week. I get to do it every week. 
You make Cause me you do took, it. Because you took my fucking intro and made it terrible last I know. Time. I was panicked. It was so bad. I'm not going to explain why, That's but something fine. happened during um, that intro that you'll never know about. Uh, so, yeah. thank you guys. On uh, Pressure Points, we do... On Pressure Points. On oh Pressure my God. Points. On Patreon. On Patreon. We've got like 27 sloppy seconds. We need to do some more of that. Like, we're probably uh, going to do some more for the... Some... Um, uh, for the break mm-hmm. in the winter when we you know take a little bit of time well, yeah, off, we're yeah. gonna put up a bunch of episodes for that to hold over our patrons while we're gone. Um, what else do we got on there? So a couple behind the scenes things. Yeah. If we're ever gonna do like a live show or anything, which we definitely do during the holidays. Yep. Uh, uh, we got to we got to set Christmas. up a spooktacular Halloween and Christmas. And we got to yep. certainly do. So uh, that's where we kind of post the the updates. Um, we, we definitely take feedback on Patreon a little bit more hefty. So if you hop on Patreon, well, we don't get any robots on on Instagram and Twitter. It's all just sex bots. So, So, uh, yeah, yeah. check out, check out Patreon. Drop those patrons. So much, so much for, uh, you know, paying for our, our RSS feed. Abby, AJ's third nut, Lindo, NSA isn't real. D's nuts. Not me. Nordic Thunder. Toddy Waddy Poopy Snotty. Thank you for that. Dark Runner. Haley and Casey McFacey. Appreciate uh, it. You guys keep the lights on around here, literally and figuratively. Yeah, sure. Um, this. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I appreciate <laughs> it. <off. laughs> this uh, this Baja blast is cutting right through me. Oh, so. good. Um. So, in a couple weeks, we will have Bear back on. Hell we have yeah. the, the day scheduled. Um, and then... The Great Penis yeah. Panic is coming up. Great Penis Panic next week, I guess. I, so, oh, uh, yeah, probably next week. So, yeah, we'll catch you guys in next Monday. So, see you then.